The NFL Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is presented by WinBet. WinBet is now live in Arizona, Colorado, Indiana, Louisiana, Michigan, New Jersey, New York, Tennessee, and Virginia. From boosted same-game parlays to live in-game odds, WinBet has what you need to win. Sign up today, bet 100, and get $100 at sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash WinBet. That's the sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash W-Y-N-N-B-E-T. State restrictions apply. We are also brought to you by the SGPN NFL Playoff Challenge. 500 in cash and prizes up for grabs exclusively on the SGPN app. I'm just about that action, boss. You have to be kidding me. That is impossible. And welcome, everybody, back to the NFL Gambling Podcast, part of the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. It is Wednesday, January the 11th, and now all of a sudden we only have 14 teams remaining because we are talking NFL playoff football wildcard round. I am Ryan McIntyre, a.k.a. Moneyline Mac, and I am joined each and every week by the man himself, the Bears, Chicago Bears, the number one pick in the draft, Chicago Bears. Oh, yeah. J-Mark football, old-fashioned football. J-Mark, what's up, man? You know what? I am uh, I'm happy we got the number one pick. Thank you, Lovey Smith, though I have a conspiracy that he was told to lose and got fired because he didn't. Um, and I'm even more thankful that there are no Packers, no Aaron Rodgers in the playoffs uh, don't have to hear about that. Don't have to hear about how much the announcers love Rogers. So I'm here for that. Absolutely. Yeah, no, I, uh, you had a great Sunday. It's, mm-hmm. uh, it was, it was crazy watching that, uh, the way that things transpired with lovey, them needing to lose and they didn't lose. And it, lovey gets fired for winning the last game and converting a fourth and 20 of all things to, right. uh, find a way to win a game that they didn't need to win. Obviously moon office pissed that they won the game uh, for, and so are all the Houston Texans fans, but you know, what's crazy is lovey came through for the Chicago bears once more and uh, right. lost his job in Houston. <laughs> right. No kidding. Yeah. And they, the fourth and 20, and then they go for two to win. They're not going into overtime and sweating it. He's like, I'm going for two. I'm winning this game. Um, and they can suck it. That's basically what lovey was like. Yeah, no, he 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 coached to win the game, and good for Lovey. Yeah. I mean, I these guys are professionals. There's a lot of guys that are third stringers, fourth stringers that got their opportunity. And the other the other part of it is how bad the Indianapolis Colts are under Jeff Saturday, and I think he's actually being considered for the head coach next year somehow. I'm not really sure yeah. how what Jim Irsay is looking at in his evaluation, but if he's got two eyes, uh, Jeff Saturday is not the answer there. Yeah, they're interviewing him. Um, I don't know if that's a courtesy thing since he did step in to uh, be the interim coach or if that's a serious thing. If it's a serious thing, um, I'm questioning the whole organization. He went one and seven and had something I was just reading like an 80 point differential, a negative 80 point differential. Uh, Unbelievably bad. Unbelievably bad. So um, I don't know why he's getting it's got to be a courtesy thing. Hopefully, hopefully for Colts fans. Um, but I, I did see the organization. They're 
willing to do whatever it takes to move up and get the quarterback that they want. So um, I'm sure the Bears are listening. The Bears are ready. Oh, yeah. You you, you are in a nice position right now with assets, and uh, it sounds like you guys are going to keep Justin Fields, which, I mean, why would you not? I mean, he's yeah. in year three. This is a big year. He's had very limited weapons. That's a nice way of putting it, I think. Yeah. <laughs> and in his first couple years in Chicago, uh, to the other side, your rival. I mean, you teased it, man. No Aaron Rodgers <laughs> in the playoff. We got Tom Brady, but we do not have Aaron yeah. Rodgers. Only room for one uh, old quarterback this year in the NFC playoffs. Dare I say, old washed-up quarterback? Yeah, <laughs> I yep. mean, both of them still get their flashes, but I think both have seen better days. Obviously. Yes, and we, uh, by the way, we are previewing the Sunday game, so go check out the other shows that will be uh, coming to you. Uh, this week on the NFL Gambling Podcast, I think Scott and Terrell will do Saturday, and Dylan and Moonoff will do the Monday night uh, standalone game between the Dallas Cowboys, promo code Dallas Sucks, uh, <laughs> and Tampa Bay Buccaneers. So, yeah, no, it's going to be a fun weekend. Uh, obviously, they call it Super Wild Card Weekend because they added the extra game. Headed into, uh, well, we got we got six games this weekend. The top two seeds get to buy the Philadelphia Eagles and the NFC. They limped in there. They fa- fa- finally found a way. I mean, they had to sacrifice their quarterback, it sounds like, almost yeah. to get that one seed. And then, of course, Kansas City, the Chiefs, um, kind of, they, they had some circumstances, unfortunately, that went their way that set them up to get the one seed. But yeah. in fairness to Kansas City, they have been probably – the most consistent team in the AFC from start to finish. True. True. Um, yeah, that's a weird scenario with uh, the Bills and Bengals obviously beat Kansas City, but Kansas City gets the number one seed. So, yeah, I know the, the Bengals are very unhappy about that. I know the organization has talked a lot about that. Um, the Bills, not as much from what I've heard anyways. I'm sure they're not thrilled. But if Kansas City and the Bills meet each other in the AFC Championship game, it sounds like it will be at a, a neutral field. Nobody will have home field advantage. So um, the Bengals just kind of – they get screwed by that whole situation. But it, it is what it is, you know. And it I is think what it is, yeah. If you want to be a good football team, you got to win on the road too. So that's that's just how it goes. Well, and Cincinnati did that last year. I mean, they yep. won at Arrowhead. They won at Tennessee. So, I mean, they've proven that they can get it done on the road. Buffalo – they have come, they've done everything but win at Arrowhead in the playoffs. So it'll be interesting if it's played on a neutral field, as long as they don't play it in a dome, right? They need the game needs to be played <laughs> at Soldier Field. That's where it needs to be played. Oh my gosh. Have you seen the new plans for Soldier Soldier Field? Yeah, I threw up. It was disgusting. <laughs> that was a yeah. disgusting act. And that I mean <laughs> the, the mayor should be ashamed of herself for uh right. presenting that to uh the great city of Chicago. Do not, do not, NFL, do not let the Chicago Bears play in a dome. That kills football. I mean, what's next? You're going to put a dome in Green Bay, too? <laughs> yeah, it's, I saw those plans. And besides the dome, I also like how they're showing like all the different clubs and there's just limited people in there. You know how packed those things would be during game day? You wouldn't be able to walk around and it look all <laughs> leisurely like in the video. It's like, what are you thinking? <laughs> <laughs> no doubt, man. It's a, I, uh, I, we won't it's, talk about this. We this is a good this is a NFL gambling podcast. We'll go through the offseason. This is a great offseason topic because we got playoff games to talk about. And unfortunately, both our teams are once again not in the playoffs, but that's okay because we got NFL playoff action. And if you need a place to bet some uh, NFL playoffs this game or this weekend, sorry, I can't talk. Uh, do so over at WinBet. WinBet is the official 
online sportsbook of the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. WinBet is active in a bunch of states, and there are tons of ways to win, including live betting and same-game parlays. The NFL playoffs are here. Great promos, odds, and payouts are happening right now at WinBet. Ready to play? Sign up today and receive a special offer. Bet 100, get 100, limited to state availability. There's so much to choose from. All you have to do is head over to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash win bet so that they know that we sent you. That is the sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash W-Y-N-N-B-E-T. Offer subject to change. It terms and conditions at winbet.com. Must be 21 or older. Present in the same state where playthrough win bet is available. If you or someone has a gambling problem, please call 1-800-522-4700. Hey, man, we're also brought to you by our SGPN NFL Playoff Challenge. Yeah, we've teamed up with the homepage for NFL Playoff Challenge. The winner will get $300 in cash, $100 SGPN gift card, and a 100 homepage gift card. A uh, ton of cool retro and throwback officially licensed NFL gear. Check them out at sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash homage. For all the contest details, all you need to do is enter and download the SGPN app and hit the contest. All right, man. Enough ad reading for uh, for me today, and let's dive into uh, some NFL playoff action. We'll lead it off. Like I said, we got three Sunday games. The first one will take place 1 p.m. Eastern, and it is on CBS, and it's the Miami Dolphins traveling to Buffalo Bills. Bills are laying 13 over under 43 and a half. Uh, two teams split the regular season matchups with the Dolphins winning in Miami in week number three earlier in the year in the game where the Bills uh, ran all those plays, but somehow Miami won. And Buffalo beat them on the Saturday night just a couple weeks ago on a walk-off field goal. Obviously, this is a big number here. J-Mark, give me your initial thoughts on this game. Yeah, so no Tua. And I don't know if we'll see Tua play football again, to be honest. Um, No Teddy Bridgewater, it sounds like. So we're looking at inexperienced Skylar Thompson versus in a pissed off mode, Josh Allen. Yep. Um, the dolphins have had a pretty good year, obviously. Um, the fact that they had Tyreek Hill and Jalen Waddle both do very well in the receiving. They had the run game kind of take off towards the second half. The defense was pretty good, but this bills team is on another level. Um, they obviously have a lot to play for now with uh, the DeMar Hamlin injury, him getting out of the hospital, everything, all that emotion and momentum is working for them. We saw it last week, the opening kickoff. They return it for a touchdown. Um, Couldn't have scripted. I know a lot of people thought it was scripted, but couldn't have been scripted any better as far as just the emotions and what they're playing for. It's a big number for a playoff game, but um, I I like the Bills here. I think they they win this by two touchdowns or more, so – I'm going to side on the Bills here. How about you? I'm with you because I think the Bills have another um, gear in their engine. I, I think we saw it last year in the opening round of the wild card when they played New England and absolutely embarrassed them. I forget yeah. what the final score ended up being. It was like 48 to 17 or something. And honestly, it wasn't that close. They completely dominated the game. They didn't punt the whole game. I think this is a route. Um, the dolphins, man, I mean, they limped into the playoffs. They get the, they win 11 to six against the New York jets who are so bad offensively with Joe Flacco. Um, I mean, they lost five in a row before that. They, I will give them credit though. They were competitive in Buffalo, but that was when Tua played quarterback. Yeah. Yep. Um, 
yeah, I agree that that the Bills are on another level, and they they tend to kick it out. I could see this game going almost exactly like that Patriots game last year to open the playoffs. Um, just a routing, just like that, and and I think that's probably how the Bills see it going too. They're going to come out and execute. They've got the experience in the playoffs, um, and, and yeah, they're gonna they're gonna cream them. I'm with you on this one, and if the Dolphins are to keep this game close somehow. They got to be able to run the football. Most um, Raheem Mostert, um, I always butcher his name. He was <laughs> able to go for 17 carries for 136 in uh, the previous meeting. So, I mean, to paint a picture for the Miami Dolphins, if they want any chance to be able to stay in this game, they got to play keep away basically from Josh Allen. But I'm with you. I don't think that the Dolphins are going to be able to stop this train. I didn't think that the Bills offense, though, on Sunday played particularly well. Um, I mean, they got two touchdowns from their kick return. So, but I, I mean, you touch on it, man. They they have a different gear, and it's playoff time. It's winning time, and I think they're going to turn it up here. It is unusual to um, Josh Allen is obviously talked about as one of the better quarterbacks in the league right now. Mm-hmm. He makes a lot of mistakes still. Um, yes. He throws a lot of passes and a lot of interceptions that he shouldn't still. So, um, I think he'll clean that up going into the playoffs. Um, but yeah, that that is always kind of an interesting thing how he is a top uh just talked about quarterback, but still makes these mistakes that you would expect out of kind of a um a younger guy, really. Yeah, no, I agree with you. But but on the other end, it seems like the brighter the lights, the better he is. It seems yeah. like he makes these knucklehead plays against the Bears and, and those kind of games. It's like the games are what you no offense. Yeah, no offense. <laughs> uh, it's the games that uh, I guess this is at one o'clock, but like he doesn't make those mistakes against the Kansas City Chiefs when he knows he can't make those mistakes. It's whenever they're playing inferior opponents. So um, over under set throw of, the Bears under the bus. I'll remember yeah, that. <laughs> I mean, you do have the number one pick. So <laughs> <Right>. fair enough. <laughs> you fair earned, enough. <laughs> you, you, you earned it at least for another couple months. Uh, yeah. Do you lean over or under 43 and a half right now? Um, I'm checking the weather right now in Buffalo and it is going to just be 30 degrees and clear. So it's going to be just a cold day in Buffalo. Nothing crazy. Honestly, that's a spring day in Buffalo, 30 degrees. <laughs> Pretty much. Um, I like the over in this. I think they are going to route them like that Patriots game. Um, I, the Dolphins will, they might struggle to score points, but I think the, the bills will score enough to get us to that over. How about you? I kind of lean the over as well, uh, looking at the scores of their two previous games. And um, Buffalo, sorry, I had the Patriots pulled up for some reason. The Patriots are not in the playoffs, Bill <laughs> Belichick. It, it's 32-29, so 61, obviously, with Tua. And then the other game was 21-19. But that was a game where Buffalo moved the ball at will, basically. I mean, it's yeah. the famous game where they ran, what, almost 50 more plays, I think it was, in the end. Yeah, 90 to 39 plays. Had the ball for 40 minutes, almost had 500 yards of offense. That's, I mean, if the Dolphins are to stay in that game, it's got to be like that week three game where they just hold the ball and then bend but don't break and just pray that you don't break because um, I, I anticipate Buffalo having the ball a lot. I'll yeah, I'll lean to the over here, uh, kind of feeling a score of like, 35 10 or something like that yeah yep i like it and uh since we only have three games we'll dive into a couple other markets player prop wise do you see anything that catches your eye off the bat any josh allen props or um anybody else maybe stefan diggs 
Um, so Josh Allen, his over-under pass yards that I saw was 255 and a half. It feels, I feel pretty confident on the over on that. Um, but one I really like, James Cook, over-under receiving yards, 11 and a half. And he is a guy that he'll get in there and they'll dump a pass off um, to him out of the backfield. So um, that's at negative 120. I, I really like that one. Any props jumping out at you? I'm seeing Josh Allen anytime touchdown plus one twenty five. So if you want a dog, I mean, it seems like these guys, the uh, the Bills lean more on Josh Allen to be their runner in these bigger games. This is the playoffs, so looking at Josh Allen, he has found the end zone on the ground on the rushing attack front. What four out of the last six games now? So and uh, going back, dating back to the playoffs last year against the Kansas City Chiefs, he rushed for almost seventy yards. And against New England as well, so uh, I'd I'd look at the over in rushing yards and anytime TD because it, it's a kitchen sink game. It's he's going to tuck the ball, and if, if 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 nothing's down the field, he's just going to tuck it and run it, and he's just hard to keep it down. So I like over fifty and a half rushing yards too. Yeah, another anytime touchdown I kind of like is Bills D at plus four fifty with Skylar Thompson getting his first playoff start. I'm um, going to have some jitters there and that defense can cause some turnovers. So um, I, I like that plus 450, put a little bit of, put a little bit of action on that. So basically to sum it up, we are giving out props where the bills route the Dolphins. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> so that is our angle. If you, if, if you're seeing eye to eye with us, look to get any Josh Allen props, um, touchdown props, passing yard props, uh, get it on Stefan Diggs. If you think, Skylar Thompson is going to throw pick six, get in on uh J marks plus four fifty uh prop as well. Yeah. Yep. Uh, so we're seeing eye to eye and we do not think that uh, the Miami dolphins are a live underdog on Sunday. So I got to get us paid one last time before we dive into these other two games. Cause we are brought to you by underdog fantasy at underdog fantasy. The season never ends right now. You can play their fantasy football playoff, best ball, the gauntlet with 1 million in prizes up for grabs. They also have a ton of daily games for the NBA and NHL. Plus, when you use the promo code SGPN at underdogfantasy.com, you get a 100% deposit match up to $100. That's underdogfantasy.com, promo code SGPN. Speaking of uh, fantasy, uh, are you playing some playoff best ball this year? Um, yeah, doing some playoff best ball, doing one where you uh, set your lineup each week, but you can only use each player once through the whole challenge. Um, so this week, my strategy there is picking guys on teams I think are going to lose, um, thinking Makes this sense. will be the one game I get out of them. So, yeah. Basically, kind of like Survivor in a way. Yeah, yep, absolutely. It Makes sense. Yeah, no, I like that that angle. That's a good one to – Play. So if you are playing uh, best ball, make sure to uh, follow the old-fashioned football uh, f- podcast with J. Mark and his wife. Absolutely. And we will transition into game number two, the 430 Eastern NFC Fraud Bowl. Uh, just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the New York Giants are traveling to Minnesota. The Vikings are laying three over under 48 and a half. These two teams met. What was it? It was on Christmas Eve with the Vikings winning another one of those Viking games on a 62-yard field goal at the Horn. That's all the Vikings do is win close games. Rematch here, set for Sunday on Fox. Uh, what, Jay Mark, what do you think here, man? Uh, 
obviously these two teams just played each other. Yeah, so we got a, a question here. Kirk Cousins, most playoff passing yards, plus 1,800 for one sharp shark. Um, I don't think they're going to win this game. I think the Giants are going to cover and win, so I, I, for one, don't like that bet. Um, we've both talked through the season that these teams got lucky when they shouldn't have. I think this is going to be a grinded-out type game, and I just think the Giants are going to have more grit. The Giants are going to bring – a better defense in pass coverage and a better offense in the run game. And I think that's going to be the difference in this game and it's going to, going to lead them to winning. How about you? Yeah. I, I, if I thought the Vikings were going to win, I like the angle of Kirk cousins, but I don't yeah. think the Vikings are going to win. I'm with you here. You look at what those two did on Christmas Eve, the Vikings won 27, 24, but the giants won the game in the stats, uh, more yards per play. They just turned it over two times and then obviously Minnesota made a 62 yard field goal. So I like the team uh, in a revenge angle here where they just lost to him uh, at a 62 yard field goal. And at the time the giants didn't really need the game. They kind of had almost clinched the playoffs after they won in Washington. Unfortunately, um, <laughs> I'm not bitter uh, <laughs> anyway. And I, I look at what the giants also did in week 18. I know they didn't win against the Philadelphia Eagles, but they played Davis Webb. They were competitive. That team is believing under Brian Dayball, and I like Daniel Jones. And I think I think the Giants are just going to grind this thing out and not beat themselves in this game. Yeah, and we talked about this preseason. We said that the the Vikings were going to make the playoffs and then choke. Um, I know this is an afternoon game, but playoffs are equivalent to primetime games, yep. and what does Kirk Cousins do in primetime games? He most likely or usually loses them um, in a bad fashion normally. So um, th that's kind of how I feel on this. I think they had a great year. I think they won more games than a lot of people expected. Um, and now they're going to get to the playoffs and they're just going to make dumb mistakes and end up choking. And, and I agree with everything you said about the Giants with the, the coaching and the momentum, but you said Daniel Jones. Remember, it's Dan Jones now. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I, uh, it's, it's going to be hard. It is going to be hard for me if the giants go on a playoff run and I got to watch that. It's, I mean, <laughs> it's, it's, I mean, they're, they're fraud team number two, but they found, I give them credit, man. They have found ways to win games, uh, in close games. I mean, they, they beat the teams they were supposed to do, uh, grind out games. And you know what? Their coach did know the playoff scenarios, unlike some other coaches. So that's a positive <laughs> And, and you look in that matchup, Saquon Barkley had success on the ground, 14 carries, 84 yards. They're going to have to guard Justin Jefferson, clearly. I mean, I yeah. <laughs> I know I'm the Einstein in the room here. Justin Jefferson, he only set every record for uh, receiving for the Minnesota Vikings this year. But Hawkinson also had success, 13 receptions for 109 and two touchdowns. So they got to do a better job. And I just – I kind of trust the coaching of the Giants a little bit more than the Minnesota Vikings. Yeah, yep, I agree. Um, burst or burst both, uh, first season coaches. So, um, yep. it's, you know, interesting to see how those coaches will perform in the, uh, the playoffs, what kind of game plan that will cook up, but, um, it, as good as both have been, um, I, I'm a Brian Dabble fan. I think he's done a really good job there. And I think that experience that he had with Buffalo uh, in the playoffs is going to mm -hmm. help him and carry over for these giants. Kramer's brainwashed us. 
<laughs> right. <laughs> We're taking the Giants in a playoff game. What are we talking? If you had said that before the season, <laughs> unbelievable. So we're both on the G-men. How about the over-under here? I kind of like the under. I think uh, two teams just played each other a couple weeks back. More of an emphasis on not turning the football over, maybe a little more conservative here, especially for the Giants. Muck it up, give a heavy, heavy load to Saquon Barkley on the ground. I kind of like the under. In, I mean, score-wise, it's 48 and a half. I kind of like a what 24 20 G men to get it done. Yeah, this one, this one is the hardest of the over unders for me. Um, I originally said over, then I was on the under, so I flip flopped back and forth a little bit. Um, really depends, obviously, what kind of game plan they cook up and if they do try to be a little bit more aggressive. But I definitely could see it end up being a um, a game where Kirk Cousins makes some mistakes, they try to keep it on the ground some more. Obviously, the Giants, they they do best when they're running through Saquon Barkley. So um, I'm going to call this one 17-13. So real, we'll go real low scoring for the Giants. Yeah, no, I, I think, I mean, we've, I think that's the formula for him. Ball control, keep it going. And also, we should mention that um, this game opened at three as well. So I, I think Minnesota will be more the public side. I know kind of the giants are getting a little bit of the narrative as the um, upset team. But I think, I think the public comes in heavy Sunday for the Minnesota Vikings and the giants do become the contrarian play. Yeah, I agree. So yeah, we are eye to eye on that and the giants. What I'm seeing plus one forty five on the money line. Is that what you're seeing as well? Yep. So we are eye to eye once more. I mean, what is it? We only have three games, so we're two. Maybe we'll agree on the whole slate here. This right? is crazy. Um, and we even agree on the over under. So, yeah, everybody go the opposite way. Just kidding. There you go. <laughs> we will move along and we'll move into the last game of this uh, wild card Sunday slate. Real, real quick, and, did you have any props you liked on that one? Sorry. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm, I'm so used to just doing sides. I know. Um, <laughs> pulling it back up, I kind of like Saquon Barkley props here. Because I think the game plan features Saquon Barkley, ground and pound, is playoff football. I'm pulling up the props. What is his rushing yards? 71 and a half. He had 84 on 14 carries. I like the over there. How about yourself? Yep. I like the over there. I like um, Giants tight end Daniel Bellinger over two and a half receptions. And then just to give the Vikings something, I like Greg Joseph over one and a half field goals. I didn't even think about it when I threw out my 17-13 score, but that would be two field goals unless it's a mix, missed extra point, I guess. So works in perfectly to my prop there. <laughs> there you go. And uh, I am going to go Dan Jones over rushing yards as well. Yeah, he's so he doesn't look like somebody that should be a good runner, but I specifically remember him rushing for two touchdowns against the bears. So, <laughs> Oh yeah, no, he's sneaky athletic. I mean, yeah. he, he, because he's white, <laughs> right? Sneaky, sneaky white athlete. So yep. yeah, it's uh, he's, he gets it done on the ground. I, I did not think he was that fast as well, he, but he, like you said, he gets things done and he's done it. Honestly, we make fun of Daniel Jones or Dan Jones on, on the NFL gambling podcast, but, in all things considered, the quarterback situations around the league, I think he's done a pretty damn good job this season. Yeah, I agree. It'll be interesting to see kind of where they go next season with um, his contract up, uh, Saquon Barkley's contract up. Um, this could be a completely different team next year, so it'll be interesting to see what they do. Real quick in the chat, Justin, under the Bears keeping fields or taking Bryce Young? That is a disgusting act to ask, ask that question. 
why would we ever think of getting rid of fields? <laughs> hey, the bears are, are sitting pretty. They're going to rip off the Indianapolis Colts. Yeah, I hope so. Create a bidding war. Just if I'm the GM right now, if I'm Ryan Poles, I just sent out a blast to all those quarterback new teams saying, Hey, we want to trade out best offer gets it. <laughs> exactly. Hey, and everybody tuning in, you didn't know that you were going to get an NFL draft edition too on this show. <laughs> That's right. Because <laughs> so, both our teams are out. So now we're just going to transition this show. We don't need, screw the playoffs. <laughs> Let's talk draft. Just kidding. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, like I said, the final game of the slate here, we got the Baltimore Ravens going to Cincinnati, the jungle. Bengals lay in eight and a half, over under 40 and a half. Low total here. I like it. Football's back. Um, where do you go here? They both teams split uh, the season series with the Ravens winning 1917, a couple, uh, I think it was in mid October, if I'm not mistaken. And then obviously these two teams just played last week with the Bengals winning, but the Ravens were beyond conservative and just rested everybody. Yeah. Bengals won that game 27 to 16. Who gets it done in round three? Yeah, I think these Bengals are on another level because the Ravens don't have Lamar Jackson. I mean, he's obviously the guy that uh, opens their team up a lot. Um, and he's not playing. Tyler Huntley's got elbow tendonitis. So I I just think these Bengals are on a roll. That You know, we've kind of the second half of the season, they became one of the stronger teams, um, not only in betting, but just on the field. They were one of the stronger teams. I think they're going to keep that going. They've been here before, obviously, um, and not to say that the Ravens haven't, but whoever's starting at quarterback for the Ravens, which I assume will be Tyler Huntley unless that elbow sets him back, not as experienced, and they're going to have to rely on this run game, and I just think the Bengals are going to be able to wrap that up. Um, I do find it interesting the Ravens went ahead and made uh, Roquan Smith the highest-paid linebacker in the league you're going to start getting into a little controversy here with what's that mean for Lamar? Cause if Lamar, if they don't have money to pay Lamar, they're going to franchise tag him and he's going to want out. So that might already start spinning now. So um, yeah, I just, I think every, all the momentum and everything, all the emotions, I think it's on the Bengals side. So I like them to cover this. How about you? This is going to be one we disagree on. I think the Ravens are a proud organization. I don't think they're going to win, but I think, it opened at six and a half. It's now at eight and a half. I think it's a middle spot. I think the Bengals are going to win by a touchdown. It's, I, I just think that the Ravens are going to run the ball regardless of who's at quarterback. And I, I think they can slow. They did a good job against Cincinnati a couple weeks ago in that 19 to 17 game, just limiting the big plays for the Bengals. They know each other so well uh, playing each other all these times over these years now. And I'm uh, just looking at the box score of the first meeting where the Ravens won 19 to 17. Lamar did play, but I mean, the main thing is Jamar Chase had 13 targets, but only seven catches for 50 yards. I mean, that's, yeah. that's as good as you could do on a guy like that. For um, sure. Uh, T Higgins did not play in that game. So that does change things in terms of being able to another option for Joe Burrow. But I think also for the Bengals is, it's a little bit of a look ahead because they do have the Bills. I mean, we're the Bills are going to beat the Dolphins. We all agree. So yeah. the Bills, it's going to be the rematch of the game where everybody was talking about, it, obviously, with the stuff with uh, Hamlin and stuff. And, and should they have rescheduled the game? The Bengals thought that they kind of got the short end of the stick. So maybe a little bit of a look ahead. 
and the Bengals did struggle a little bit in their uh, wild card round against the Raiders last year before they kind of caught fire. So for that reason, I, I'm going to just say kind of just take the Ravens here. I think they keep it within a score here, but I like the Bengals to win the game in advance. I mean, we had to disagree on a, on one, yeah. right? Yeah, no, we can't. <laughs> then, then everybody would really be going the opposite way. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and for the over under in this game, I like the yeah. under. I think yes. it. Uh, think it'll be a slow kind of slow paced game i completely agree with you i think that 19 to 17 game is kind of the game script of this game yep. physical uh bengals i think will get joe mixon involved obviously that this is not a dome game like the stupid vikings game so <laughs> pulling up the weather for sunday in cincinnati i am seeing currently 38 degrees Six, seven mile an hour wind. So cold, but not, nothing crazy. So playoff football weather. I think both teams want to run the ball. A lot of clock, limited possession. So we'll go something along the lines of Bengals get it done. 23-16. So I like the yeah. under as well. Nice. I like it. Uh, player prop. So, I mean, obviously, re quickly rewinding. Lamar is definitely out. I know. Yeah. I mean, it's that's what this line jumping up from six and a half to eight and a half. I think the books already kind of knew that he was going to be out because I think if Lamar is playing, this thing is what four and a half, five and a half. Yeah, agreed. Yeah, it's a lot closer. So, I mean, we may not see Huntley. That might be the other thing why this thing is at eight and a half. They did just play where the line was eleven and a half. So maybe this is saying, hey, this is going to be Huntley here on Sunday. Give you three back from. Uh, from Brown instead. So yeah, um, what I, what I saw today was that he did not throw the ball during the media portion of practice, but um, I mean, he's been there long enough that he doesn't need to throw the ball in practice to play the game, obviously. Yes. Yeah. He's got plenty of reps in. Yep. I did. I am a little worried that I'm fading playoff Joe. So I mean, and the <laughs> Bengals, how many, how many games have the Bengals now covered in a row? That's another thing. Uh, a lot. <laughs> well, they didn't cover on Sunday against the Bang or Brown or I can't talk. Ravens, Browns, Bengals, Lions, Tigers, and Bears. I can't talk. <laughs> um, they had covered seven in a row before that, uh, but I mean they did cover depending on what number you got it at. So transitioning though to the player props in this game, I think we we look at some unders here. Yeah, um, you could go over that route. I had trouble picking props on this one, so I'm doing a complete just dart throw here. Um, as much as they run Joe Mixon, they like to get Samajay Pirine involved. I'm going to take Samajay Pirine first touchdown, plus 1,500, 15-1 odds. I'm going to throw some money on that. And, uh, you know, during the, the fantasy football season, I had a lot of shares of Joe Mixon, and it seems like every time they got towards the end zone, especially even on initial drives, that they put P Ryan in and I'm yelling, get him out of there. What are you doing? But now I'll be okay with it, obviously. Cause I'm going to throw some money on first touchdown P Ryan. I like that. I, and I I'm with you. I think the Bengals run the ball a lot on Sunday to yep. playoff. I mean, they, they, these two teams know each other so well, I'm going to go under 24 and a half passing completions for burrow. I don't think they throw as much uh, in this game. So mm -hmm. I think hide a little bit for the Buffalo bills the next week. And, I, I kind of like the angle as well with Mixon and Pirine, some overs on their rushing totals. For the Ravens, man, this is a hard team to give out player props on, don't you think? It is. Um, I you think don't know who's going to play. Roquan yeah. Smith tackles. 
Yeah, there you go. I like that one since he just got paid. Um, I think if you're looking at the offensive side of the ball, you got to go Dobbins over rushing, um, which I think was at 50 and a half last time I saw it. They might have changed now, but I think that's the guy. If you're going on offense, that's who you got to target. I like it. Um, so you gave out a first time touchdown. I was going to do that at the end where we should give out. Obviously, we'll do our lock dog and tease, and yeah. we'll have to get creative with our teases now because we only have what uh, three games to choose from. First time touchdown, you said fifteen hundred for um, for P Ryan. Yep, for P Ryan. Uh, for my first time touchdown, because this is Kramer's baby, he loves giving out these first uh, first uh, TD mm-hmm. cards. So make sure you go follow Ryan Real Money Kramer. I'm going to give out Josh Allen. First time touchdown score, and I'm seeing that at plus eight hundred, so eight to one. I like it. Yeah, I like that's and, the tone. Let's go. Yeah, yep. Um, the other one I like in that game is Dawson Knox. It seems like he did not start well this year, but getting more and more involved. That one's ten to one plus one uh, thousand. Then in the Vikings Giants, you got to go with one of the running backs. Or I like how they use Daniel Bellinger. So, um, I, and I'm on his over receptions as well. So I kind of like throwing him as a first touchdown. I like that as well. And uh, I'm still in the Buffalo game and I'm looking at Cole Beasley. Yeah. Uh, playoff hero <laughs> Beasley back, back in Buffalo, 28 to 1. So, yeah, I'm going to take a little stab at that one. There you go. Get him involved early and often. Justin Jefferson plus 750. I'm going to go Hawkinson 11 to 1 for. Uh, yeah, that's good. That, yeah. And then the other one for the Giants. I like that Bellinger one. I'll, I'll ride Bellinger with you. Going to the late game for a first time touchdown. I like. You gave out a uh, 15 to 1, correct? Yep. Hmm, let's go uh, Mark Andrews, 11 to one. Maybe the, maybe the uh, Ravens get the ball first, script up a good drive, play action, run the ball and get Andrews in a touchdown, get him a touchdown. And then I'll go P Ryan with you as well. Sounds good. Got a couple yeah. questions in the chat. Um, Cowboys versus Brady, who wins Scott and Terrell are going to be breaking down those, that game, I believe, but um, <laughs> I know gosh, who I'm taking. I'm I'm taking Brady. I think the the Bucks pull this one off. I don't think they win past this game, but I do think they win this one. So I assume your uh, promo code Dallas sucks, right? Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> how can you how can you bet the Cowboys against Tom Brady in the playoffs? It's yeah, just, Dallas is better, but it yeah, doesn't matter. <laughs> right. I think they'll pressure Prescott enough to frustrate him. And then uh, Nick taking some jabs wants to know, hey, Ryan, when are the commanders play? <laughs> who are the commanders? I don't know who that is. <laughs> they're, they're the Redskins around here or the commandos, one of those. <laughs> or the football team. Take your take yeah. your pick. So, yeah, we don't use, we don't use the commanders. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's transition into our favorite segment. Uh, obviously, a limited slate. So we are going to go to our lock dog and tease. So, obviously, we could tease some totals here now that we uh, – only have three games so first off lead it off where are you going for your lock j mark i'm gonna lock the bills up um i just think that they are a playoff capable team with how they're built and they're they're experienced in the playoffs and i think josh allen's just gonna show up big i think they're gonna win this game by quite a bit so i know it's a huge spread but i i really like it so i'm taking the bills by 13 i'm with you man i'm gonna keep agreeing with you it's uh 
Bill set the tone here. I think it's a lengthy playoff run. Starts off here uh, on Sunday at 1 o'clock in Buffalo. And, I mean, maybe you get scared off the big number, but I think Josh Allen in that place, I mean, they got the emotion of, of everything that's transpired. I think they set set the tone against a wounded uh, Miami Dolphins team. Yep. How about your dog? There's only one dog I like, and yeah. unfortunately, I know you don't like them, but that's the Giants. <laughs> I know you yeah. won't be happy to see um, Giants and Eagles playing in the second week of the playoffs, but oh, yeah. I think that's just how it's going to happen. So I'm going to take the Giants, uh, plus 140, I think we said. Yep. If yeah. if it's Eagles, Giants, and Cowboys in the divisional round, three out of the four team, I'm just not turning on my TV that weekend. That's disgusting. <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> yeah, no, it's there's a good possibility that's going to happen. I mean, we'll see with Dallas. Uh, go check out tomorrow's show or uh, Moon Off and Dylan break that one down because uh, I'm too biased when it comes to uh, the Cowgirls. We lost J. Mark real quick. We only see – we saw his head. For the tease. Hmm, let's go to this slate here. I am going to tease. Let's tease the Bengals from eight and a half down to two and a half. I think that's an easy one. Cover some key numbers. Hey, he's back. I'm back. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not like, sure what he, happened there. I just everything walked, just kind of shut down. I thought you did exactly what I'm going to do. If it's Eagles, Cowboys and Giants, just turn it off and walk <laughs> there out. You go. But, there you go. <laughs> uh, I haven't gone anywhere with my teases yet, so I'll let you All lead right. it off. I, I said maybe the Bengals from eight and a half to two and a half win by a field goal. I like that one. I like teasing the Giants up to nine. Um, Cause even if they, I think they're going to win that game, but even if they don't, it'll be close. And then the Bills down to a touchdown. Um, you know, we both agree that they're, it's going to be a route. I don't really like T's and over-unders. I will be the first to say I am not an over-unders expert. Um, most days I'm not a spread expert. but <laughs> You're a Bears expert. Now, That's right. And, now, and that makes you an NFL draft expert come April. So let's That's go. That's right. <laughs> I, I'm with you. I'm on the same tease. So we literally have the same card on Sunday. Bills minus 13 for both of us. G-Men plus 140. We are teasing the Buffalo Bills down to seven. We are teasing the New York football Giants to plus nine. And the Cincinnati Bengals down to minus two and a half. I'm with you. I'm not – I don't – I do like over-unders in the playoffs because I usually – tend to lean to the unders because the public loves coming in and betting on these overs. Cause True. I mean, who, who the hell likes to bet on unders? I mean, it's not right. fun. I mean, <laughs> everybody wants to see points. So, I mean, the villain in me goes, I'll take the under. So the contrarian side. So, um, yeah, that's, so we're riding with that card on Sunday. Yeah. Um, I would also say, check your book out to see if they do monster parlays, which gives mm -hmm. you, um, 13 point teases, um you can only do a limited amount of games so playoffs there's only a limited amount of games anyways so check out to see if your book does monster tease parlay um because those can be kind of fun you got to pay a little bit more juice but you feel more confident about it because you are getting 13 extra points yeah i agree with you and then if you just want to do a money line parlay i mean there's some favorites this weekend that i think we would all be very very shocked if they did not advance I think there's kind of a with, with the with them adding the extra team in the playoffs. There's such a drop off, I think, between the six and seven seed. I think Seattle 
and um, Miami, especially with the injury situations, are just not very good football teams right now compared to the two seeds in the San Francisco 49ers and Buffalo Bills. So you want to put those two together and then pair them with maybe the Cincinnati Bengals and somebody else and just ride some money lines together. I mean, I know you're not supposed to do that to guys that have clients, as they say, uh, like give it out to my <laughs> clients. Don't do that. Not on this show. We'll, we'll give you all different kinds of betting angles for a playoff weekend. That's so, right. I mean, yeah. I mean, there's so many different ways to play it and there is no exact science. Don't let anybody tell you differently. Absolutely. I agree. Um, that, that I know we're not talking about that game, but that 49er Seahawks game is going to be interesting where you have Gino who has been very good this year against rookie Brock Purdy. Um, I, obviously on paper and on the field, 49ers are the better team, but, uh, that'll be a key matchup to see if they can frustrate the rookie and kind of force him into mistakes. No, I agree with you. It's, Brock Purdy, that whole thing, that whole situation is interesting headed into playoffs because they really haven't been tested with him. He hasn't played in a close right. game, and they're going to play in a close game in the playoffs. So we'll see if it comes back to bite him, or if so, what round it does. Before we get out of here, uh, we will all be putting out our Super Bowl graphs, or our Super Bowl graphic of the NFL team. But we'll we'll, we'll make everybody listen, and uh, you can listen and get the information ahead of time. Who is in your Super Bowl, J-Mark? And who do you have uh, holding the Lombardi trophy? You got to remember. Um, got to try to remember because I was flip-flopping back and forth. Um, I know it was, hang on here, um, the 49ers and the Bills. I couldn't remember if I put Bills or Bengals because I have a bet on name the finalists and both of them are Bills versus 49ers and Bengals versus 49ers. Um, but I like Bills 49ers. And I think if it was Jimmy G, it's weird to say, but I might feel different. But I think I'm going to go with the Bills. I think this is just their year. Um, they got so close last year. And we talked about it preseason. They they are the best team. And I think they proved that in host Lombardi. How about you? I'm with you. I got Buffalo. And I went back and forth. I'm gonna I'm gonna go San Francisco to come out of the NFC again and lose in another Super Bowl. I think I think you Buffalo want the gets, Eagles though, right? Oh yeah, I can I love the Eagles. <laughs> I, I love the Cowboys. I love the Giants. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> basically I went with the only team. The the only wild card for me was Tampa Bay. Just I know yeah. that they're not. They have not played well, but number 12 is still on the sideline. So that's where I kind of was like, man, if, if Tampa Tom plays uh, San Francisco again, I mean, I know it was a beatdown, but it's a playoffs now. So yeah, I'll, uh, I'm taking the bills. I'm going, I'm going the bills. They, they get it done. And I think that they beat the San Francisco 49ers in a great super bowl. If 49ers make the super bowl, um, even if they don't win it, just if they make it is Brock Purdy named the starter and Trey Lance is traded. I think he's got to be right. I think so. I, yeah. I mean, I'm I'm not a Trey Lance believer, anyways. Yeah. But um, yeah. I, I how do you then bench the guy that gets you to the Super Bowl? I mean, I I, I don't think you can do it. Maybe Trey Lance's only start will be against the Bears. He's zero one in his career, and he <laughs> yeah, lost to the team go. with the number one pick in the draft. <laughs> yep. There you go. <laughs> I love it. All right, man. So the action-filled uh, football Saturday, Sunday, Monday. It's going to be fun. Looking forward to recapping next week. And then I, we will obviously be back to dive into the divisional round even more next week and then conference championships the following week. 
But before we get up on out of here, J-Mark, tell everybody where to find you. Let me get that off the screen. There we go. Hey, follow me at J-Mark on Twitter. You can see all my stuff there. I know football is almost done, but February 18th, XFL starts up, so football doesn't have to be done. Um, I got a lot of content kicking out with that. So, yeah, you can find it all on Twitter at J-Mark Football. Football never ends. It's, it's right. year-round, baby. So, I yeah, uh, I am on Twitter at Moneyline underscore Mac. Thank you, everybody, all year. It's been fun doing these Wednesday shows, J-Mark and myself, um, giving out winners. Uh, we, we appreciate the chat that we added midway through the year. It adds a different element to our shows. It's been fun. For sure. And looking forward to many, uh, many years to come, too. I mean, this is just yeah. year one of the NFL Gambling Podcast where we put together, Moonoff put together a team of different characters. And uh, J-Mark and I have enjoyed working with one another. And uh, just Absolutely. appreciate everybody and their support, man. So, don't forget to uh, go leave a review. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah uh, we would greatly appreciate that. And uh, good luck with your bets this weekend. Hopefully uh, you win your bets and, uh, to kick off the NFL playoffs. And most importantly, don't forget to let it ride. Let it ride.